0: I'm not eating that. Eating. Welcome back to another episode of Your Food Looks Funny. I'm your host, Marcus T. Thank you for joining us again today. If you haven't been here before, Your Food Looks Funny is, an, uh, is a podcast, not an episode. It is a podcast that we're going into episode, I think this is 63 now. Episode 63 about some picky eating habits And some foods that, you know, you might have some questions about. So every now and then I come up with some questions like I did today. And uh, I just kind of pose them out to people, propose them out to people, not pose them. uh, And ask them, you know, to think about these things the same way they kind of came into my mind. So today we're talking about breakfast. So some specific things about breakfast that I thought about um, that we're going to get into Right now, right after I tell you, make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, and on our Facebook group. You can check us out at YFLF, as in Your Food Looks Funny, podcast. So YFLF podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And today, like I said, we're talking breakfast. So first things first, here's a question that I just asked myself not too long ago. When you're eating breakfast... How often do you incorporate vegetables? Vegetables, okay? Not produce, not fruit. How often do you incorporate a vegetable? How often do you see tomatoes or some sort of lettuce or asparagus, anything? I'm just naming off random vegetables here, but you get the point of what I'm saying. How often do you see these things when they're not in an omelet? Because uh, public public service, public service public announcement eggs suck okay eggs suck i'm just saying that as plainly as possible this is obviously opinionated i hate eggs and have always hated eggs it's not one of those things that i ever grew into okay i'm in my mid-30s i've tasted eggs enough times to know that this one ain't coming around anytime soon yes i will probably continue to try them but for now they still suck But my point of this whole rant was back to the question of how often do you see vegetables incorporated at breakfast? It's not something that I see that often. I I did a Google search for it and a lot of stuff popped up that looked like lunch to me. And I I guess that's just because I've been brainwashed to thinking that breakfast is supposed to be grains and sweet stuff. Doesn't that seem like it, it? It That's all it is? What is breakfast to you? Okay, post it on, um, you know what? Call our line. So we have a line here. Your food looks funny. The number is 419 777 4259 or 419 77PICKY. You can call or text that number. Let me know your breakfast happenings. Have you ever had vegetables at breakfast that weren't incorporated into an egg or omelet dish? How often do you see this? I don't see it that often. Again, I work in the food industry and don't see this. I think it's also because I'm a night person and breakfast is not normally incorporated into my day until recently, but we'll get back to that later. So think about vegetables. Also, we just talked about how I feel about what breakfast looks like. So breakfast is normally some sort of grain or uh, wheat type of product, bread, toast, French toast, pancakes, waffles. Uh, that's what I think of. And then there's always something sweet to go with it. Always jelly, jams, syrups, pre- preserves, fruit. Even though you may eat a raw piece of fruit, an apple, a banana. These things are still high in sugar. And I'm not here to be the health police. Okay, I know a lot of times on this show that I've done some self-scouting. Okay, that's a sports term, self-scouting. So you you check yourself for your flaws, basically. And I listen back to the show and I hear myself talking about this is healthy, this is not healthy. I'm not preaching to anybody to make themselves healthier. Yes, that would be great you know, for the longevity of your life. But I'm not concerned about you listening, uh, trying to be healthy. I'm concerned about myself. If you see me and want to be healthier, or you hear what I'm saying and want to be healthier. That's great. But I don't want to tell you from a pedestal. If I wake up and, and I eat something sweet, if I have a craving for French toast, I'm going to eat French toast. Okay. I'm trying to do better, though. Again, I'll get into that a little bit later about what I've been eating recently. So stick around for that. But too much sugar in our breakfast. Me and my cousin Daniel had a conversation about this way back in like episode 11 about picky kids and how we grew up in the 90s learning what to eat for breakfast or what we were given for breakfast. By the time we made it to school and made it through school breakfast or had breakfast at home, we had already consumed like twice the amount of sugar that we were supposed to. And I'm, again, I'm not saying this to get you to cut down on your sugar, but I'm just getting it to open up your mind to realize that as an adult, okay, as an adult that works, let's say you work a day shift, right? You work a day shift. So you work somewhere late morning, you know, maybe eight, nine o'clock uh, till afternoon, you know, four, five, six, something like that. If that's your time frame, how often do you feel that sluggishness at like, one two between one and three between one and three there's a lull your body just slows down whether you're sitting at your desk whether you're up and moving it's just like you're after lunch a little bit maybe the sun is beating down on you you're just like uh or maybe you don't have sun at all maybe you're just you just need that nap that afternoon nap you ever think about maybe it was because we had pancakes with syrup or we had, you know, a bunch of bananas or, you know, just sweet stuff, jams and jellies and, and Pop-Tarts. That's what we were having back in the day. Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels and Eggo waffles and all all this stuff was loaded, loaded with sugar. And we were just taking it to the head like we were just having that most important meal of the day. We were just throwing that right in the trash. Yeah, mom, give me two of them wildberry pop tarts. That was my day right there. Give me that uh, eggo waffle, hit it with the butter and the syrup. I need the Mrs. Butterworths on there too. I feel great. I feel great until I get to school, and then they got French toast sticks, and I gotta have that too. And then by the time third or fourth period hit, like I'm, I'm, I'm dragging. Like I need lunch. Okay, but breakfast has already set me up for failure because those next few periods that I have after uh, lunch, man, I'm like it's nap city out here. I'm ready to go take a nap. But is it is it is it wrong to have that much sugar? I don't think there's a wrong, right there. There is no wrong. You can have whatever you want to have. Is it better to eat? All the sugary stuff that we've grown accustomed to in America for breakfast? Or is it better to not eat anything at all? These are questions that I think of. Would, would you rather me not wake up and eat this stuff that we've been trained to eat my whole life? Or, you know, should I eat it and, you know, just be happy that I had something... Calorie wise to throw in my body because I might feel worse around noon if I didn't have anything to eat and all I've been doing is drinking water or whatever all day. I'm going to be dragging. Come on. So I need something to eat. And, uh, speaking of something to eat for breakfast, transition into my next little thing that I, I thought of this week. As far as breakfast is concerned, we eat cereal. We eat pancakes, waffles, omelets, eggs. If you're eating eggs, my God, you heard how I feel. But these things are things to eat. But how many people don't have time? How many people say, I don't have time to eat breakfast? Because I know I'm one of those people. I'd rather wake up and be able to head straight to work than to stop and prepare breakfast. That's on the, the lines of picking out what you want to eat or picking out what you want to wear the night before for work. Luckily, I have a uniform, so I don't have to worry about that. But picking out what you want to wear the night before, that's the equivalent for me of having to wake up in the morning. You know, I'm fresh off of sleep. I don't have the mind for this. I don't have time to go pick out what I want to eat before I go to work. Oh, man, get out of here. And I work in a kitchen. So I'll wait until I've gotten some, some energy up and woken up to go cook something at work. But a lot of people don't have that luxury. You can't wake up and go to work to cook. It doesn't work like that for most people. And I understand that. So what do you do? Okay. What are your options? You wake up a little bit earlier. You cook yourself something to eat. Maybe you make a bowl of cereal real quick. Or do you do this? Are you making a smoothie and calling it a meal? Is a smoothie a meal? Think about that. That's one of the questions that I came up with this week for myself. Again, these aren't troubling questions. It's just to get you to think a little bit more about what you're eating. You know, does it look funny? Does it look a little funny to you? Do you feel fulfilled drinking a smoothie versus sitting down to eat a bowl of cereal or oatmeal or something like that? Does a smoothie fill you up? If it does, do you feel nourished? Do you feel like you accomplished something or do you feel like you just drank something because i'm not saying it's it's sweet because everybody makes their smoothies completely different way maybe yours was green maybe you had apples kale spinach whatever you threw in there okay whatever you threw in there it still turns into a drink once you smooth that thing out hence the name smoothies go figure marcus go figure right but is a smoothie a meal because to me, yeah, maybe when you cut it all up and laid it out on a plate or on a cutting board, it, you know, it looked like it could have been a meal if you just ate it on the plate. And you're going to get the same nourishment because you consumed everything that was there, right? But do you feel fulfilled? It's almost like this uh, this financial guy that I've been looking at. His name is Dave Ramsey. I'm sure you, you may have heard of him, maybe not. But he talks about taking baby steps towards financial uh, or being debt-free. So the steps that he has you go on, I'm just summarizing here. The steps that he has you go on don't necessarily go in the best order that make financial sense. They don't make complete financial sense following his steps in the order that he lays them out. But mentally and getting the momentum going. They make perfect sense. Getting things out of the way that are smaller First, and then building up to the bigger ones, instead of trying to tackle the big problems first. So, with a smoothie, you know what you put into it. You know, if you just sat there and ate it, it's a meal. But when you drink something, does it really feel like a meal? Does it? Kanye at one point, and I, you know, I randomly Kanye pops up. Go figure. Uh, Kanye comes up. Here we go. And Kanye had his mouth wired shut early in his career. So he got in an accident. He broke his jaw. His mouth was wired shut. And he talks about having to drink his meals, insures and booths. Was it really a meal? It didn't feel fulfilling. The way he said it sounded dreadful. Yes, I used the word dreadful. Drinking your meals sounded like torture. Okay, so drinking a smoothie... I wonder how many people's psyche this affects. Do you really feel like you ate if you drank a smoothie? If I say, hey, did you eat today? Are you going to say, yeah, I had a smoothie? Does that count? Didn't even sound right, did it? That's that's just me being me. Don't worry about that. Moving past that, though. (laughs) Something to actually eat here. I did mention this a second ago. Uh, What I have been on recently. So my thing here is oatmeal. And uh, going all the way back, all the way back over a year ago, if you listen to episode one, if you haven't listened to episode one, if this is your, your first time being here, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening this far. That's That's for sure. But if you want to go back and start at the beginning, you don't have to go in order. But what I'm about to reference is episode one, texture issues. I know I have this issue and didn't realize it. Maybe not as extreme as others. But texture issues and oatmeal is one of those big things that I never realized. I couldn't go more than a couple bowls in. So this is like eating oatmeal today, eating oatmeal tomorrow. And then by the third day, I'm done. I'm done. So eating oatmeal, it gets really mushy. And I like it thicker with some texture into it. So I would have to add you know, some, some pecans or, you know, something and then sweeten it up. You got to put the brown sugar or some honey or something in there, but you got to use less liquid, less milk, less water, something to make it thicker, but it's still mushy. And what if I don't have pecans or almonds or walnuts on hand? It's just mushy. So I found a solution to that months ago and didn't realize with that solution that I could actually beat the problem that was happening here. So I went to uh, Florida a few months ago, and I had access to their lounge. So when I went in the lounge for breakfast, they had oatmeal. And it was a quick thing for me to eat before I had to go to work. And I would go in there, get the oatmeal, and i grab a piece of bacon, piece of chicken, moving on. I don't want to hold you too far there. But the oatmeal had texture to it. And that was without me eating it with like the almonds that it came with. It had texture to it. It had a little bite. It was still thick, but it wasn't so thick like you pick up your spoon and the whole bowl of oatmeal comes up with you. It wasn't that thick. But it was good. Turns out it was steel cut oatmeal. And I did not know that there was so much of a difference between these. Yes, they're all oats. Okay, I learned some things About oatmeal that I didn't know before. So I'm going to hit this. Okay, so oatmeal. Oats. As they're called. Oat groats. Yes, groats are a thing. G-R-O-A-T-S. Groats. Okay, this is where the oat is derived from. I think other different types of uh, things have groats. But oat groats is where the oats that you see come from. So regular oatmeal you're used to seeing, maybe a Quaker brand, it's a rolled oat. It looks a little flat. So they take the oat groat, they steam it, and then they roll and flatten them. These things cook in about two to five minutes most of the time. If you get uh, quick oats, they're just processed more. So they're flattened even more to cook in a couple minutes. And then there's like the prepackaged oats that you have and they are a little different. So they're chopped up like quick oats and they usually add some sort of flavoring or sugar to them. They add a lot of sugar and we already talked about sugar. So I like cooking my oatmeal when I have the time myself. And then there's steel oats, which is what I've been eating. So back to steel oats, steel oats have not been steamed or rolled. They've just been chopped by steel oats blades these are also called irish oatmeal if you ever see that on the package too that's steel cut oatmeal but has a lot more texture the the main downside to steel cut oats is it takes somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes to cook depending on the size that it's chopped to so the kind that i've been making recently i just bought it was a store brand from harris teeter it takes me about 20 to 25 minutes to cook them depending on how much liquid i added and what kind of heat you know i had on the pan but they're good. They have texture. They have a little bite. They're thick, but they're not so thick that you're eating oat sickles. They're good, and I'm not trying to sell them to you. It's just I've been eating them for a week straight. I know don't, they don't eat meal that oatmeal that long. A week straight, every day. I've just been changing up the flavorings. So let me give you some ideas here of what I'm talking about when I when it comes to flavorings. How many people eat oatmeal or, uh, nah, we ain't even gonna talk about grits. We'll let that one go. How many people eat their oatmeal and they put the same thing in it basically every time they eat it? Maybe you use brown sugar. Okay. Maybe you use walnuts. Maybe you put some raisins or, or something, some sort of dried fruit. You, but you always do the same thing. Apples, cinnamon, something like that, right? How many times have you changed it up? And you can only dress oatmeal so many ways before you realize you're just eating different flavors of oatmeal. I get it. But these steel cuts are on my mind right now. The steel cuts are on my mind. Them things are good. Them things be good. So I started with, uh, I used some cherry preserves and I put almonds in it with a little bit of honey. So it was like cherry almond oatmeal, right? Good stuff. Then the other day I did uh, pecan and honey. That was good. So today I jazzed it up a little bit, right? Through a little bit of that peach balsamic vinegar that I may have mentioned on this show before. I get it from a local store around here. Peach balsamic, peach white balsamic vinegar with some honey and some pecans. Ah, ode to Georgia right there. That was good stuff. Good stuff. I was so proud of that. It took that oatmeal from plain to bang. That oatmeal was good. I got to figure out what else we got around here that I can try in it tomorrow. Because apparently these oats got some good nutritional value, which I wasn't really concerned about. Again, not preaching to to tell you to be more healthy because I might be off of oatmeal and back on to like double stuffed French toast next week. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'll, I'll see what else I can come up with in the things. Maybe I could start getting some fresh fruits, throw in there, blend that up, some blueberries. That's what I was throwing in it when I was in Florida. But yeah, man, that oatmeal was good. Also, if you haven't had a chance, go back and check out my episode on cereal. That was a good talk too. Ranking some different cereals, asking some very particular questions about why certain brands of cereal slipped some things in there that I never noticed. But yeah, other than that, that's all I got for today. So a little rant on some uh, some questions I had about breakfast. Please follow us on the social medias. Review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts wherever you listen to Your Food Looks Funny. And call or text or reach out to the show and let us know what you think at 419-77-PICKY or 419 777